Welcome to Sound Off. The Sound Off host is Brad Bennett, who has served this country as a Marine Corps sergeant during the Vietnam War and has served this community as a three-term member of the Duluth School Board. Now, Sound Off and let your voice be heard. Here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bennett. Well, good morning. Good morning. Good Thursday morning, Northlanders. And uh, as uh, Kenny and I had talked about yesterday, uh, this storm seems to be underperforming. Uh, whoa, as, whoa, whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, wh- wh- well, wh- I'm just repeating what what uh, the top meteorologist in the state of Minnesota, Kenny Bloomfield from the Minnesota State Climate Office, has said. Okay. He said, uh, he says, revealed in his latest newsletter this morning that the blizzard hitting the state this week is underperforming expectations in in terms of snowfall. While still being a severe uh, snowstorm, the conditions for forming snowflakes were less ideal than anticipated, downgrading the expectations uh, totaled by half a foot or more. Okay, I'll I'll go with that. Yeah, and that's been my observation. And uh, here in Duluth, we've got uh, well over six inches already from this storm. And that is below what they were forecasting, Brad, so sure. Right. Yep, yep. Right, yeah. Now, what happened exactly? We don't know. According to this Bloomfeld, he said the conditions for snowflakes forming weren't quite right. I did watch some of the National Weather Channel last night, and they had a number of reporters reporting out of Minneapolis, and they suggested that the snow was coming and going, that that it would be there for a while, then it would stop, and because of that coming and going effect, it didn't look like they were going to get the totals that they that they thought. But we still got some time here, right? I mean, this event supposedly is not over until what late late tonight. What are they telling you? Yeah, well, here in Duluth, we're under a winter storm warning. <clears throat> excuse me, until six p.m. And the majority of the snow here in Duluth came after midnight uh, today. Okay. Yesterday in Duluth, okay. officially. Four tenths of an inch. Is that right? But Only since yeah, and since midnight, we've had uh, around six inches of snow, maybe even a little more. It's still coming down here in downtown Duluth. It's still snowing pretty good, and really, Brad, it is hard to measure snow like this when the winds are gusting, uh, you know, at thirty, forty well, miles an true. hour. Yeah. And that's Superior true. got in on the lake effect uh, snows, and Dave Strandberg, uh, who resides in Superior, he's a Wisconsin native, you know. Yeah. said that the uh, snow over there was a lot more than here in downtown Duluth. That's what I'm seeing on this. Uh, they did also uh, put on this uh, Minnesota uh, weather map a, a snow, storm totals by the areas. And it does look, well, there was some place called, uh, oh, I Benoit? can't remember the name of it. Benoit, yeah, yeah. there you go. 20-some inches already? Yeah, I think I saw 26. That's, uh, I yeah. believe, in Bayfield County, uh Closer to Ashland than Bayfield, but nonetheless, uh, they got a lot of snow there. Again, there was a band off of Lake Superior that was coming right down Shaquamigan Bay and smack dab onto parts of Wisconsin. Even here in the Twin Ports, again, Superior got wow. a lot of snow. And the but the most part about this, Brad, it's cold. Yeah. It is it is yeah, frigid right now. Uh, the Duluth Airport sits at two degrees. Snow is being reported, north wind at 15. We have a wind chill of 17, and it's going to be cold for the next, uh, geez, 24, 48 hours at least. 
Now, what was the um, what was the largest wind that you recorded or that you saw recorded in and around our area? Well, yesterday, what did the winds? Yesterday at the National Weather Service, uh, they had twenty six sustained out of the okay. east and thirty five mile an hour gust out of the northeast. However, down at the Sky Harbor Airport, uh, I saw a forty nine mile an hour gust. I haven't looked at it lately, but uh, this was yesterday. A 49-mile-an-hour gust, and they had sustained winds of 38, nearly 40 miles an hour off the Big Lake, uh, buffeting Duluth, and downtown Duluth in particular. Now, now let me ask you, Kenny. Uh, I know you're a, a large proponent of heavy snows. You like them. Um, <laughs> no, Brad, I'm disappointed. <laughs> no, I, I'm not disappointed, per se. I mean, we got a fair amount of snow, and again, it's still snowing. I, I guess I can put myself in the category of there's nothing we can do about it. Exactly. Learn to live with it <laughs> there you go. and don't complain about it because complaining doesn't do anything. It does nothing. Uh, yeah, no, that's me. You're absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand you've got some very warm temperatures down there. Oh, down here, unbelievable. As, as a matter of fact, areas around you, Punta Gorda, I think yesterday was one degree from their record high. And we're talking upper 80s. Well, I'll tell you what, my wife and I were working out in the yard yesterday after the show. Uh, we're putting in a um, an above-ground uh, vegetable garden, um, uh, tomato, basically Oh, like a raised tomatoes. bed. Yeah, like a raised bed. Okay. Garden. We've got a metal container around it and, uh, you know, filling it. Half of it's going to be tomatoes, half of it's uh, going to be peppers. And... Uh, of course, she wants it in the sun, so I had to make sure that it was out from under the trees and it was right in the sun. Well, I was standing there in the sun the whole time I'm doing this, filling it with rocks and filling it with uh, potting soil and dirt and stuff. And uh, there was a, a point in the afternoon that I started getting a little queasy and I told her, I said, uh, I got to go sit down and have a beer. <laughs> Something to <laughs> replenish the... Uh, the liquids in my body here, so I went into the lanai and, and did just that, and it was uh, it was quite a bit. Uh, it was hot, and even now this morning, Kenny, it's eighty four and sunny. Right Yuck! Now. So, so yeah, it's getting a little tense. Kenny, can we take Pat uh, from uh, up in the rural area before we yeah. do our first well, break here? Yes, we can, Brad. This is this is Pat from ten miles northwest of downtown Brule. Oh, my God. So you guys are in that snow belt, Pat. Did you get a, a fairly heavy dumping well, on? Brad, 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 she's going yeah. to tell you where oh, she, she is today, she, uh, but they do reside 10 miles northwest of downtown Brule, Wisconsin. <laughs> okay. She's not All there right. today, though, are you, Pat? No, I am not. I, I so where are you today? <laughs> I am uh, sitting in the sunshine in Key Largo, Florida. Oh, you... <laughs> So you're enjoying uh, kind of the same kind of weather I am. I was just telling Kenny, where I am right now, it is, well, it's partly sunny. We have a few clouds, but it's 84 degrees already. (laughs) Yes, when I went and took my walk at 7 o'clock this morning, it was already 76. Oh, boy. But that's very enjoyable. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to let you know that... um, Although you're staying longer than we are, we're heading home on Tuesday. We just come down for two months. We've been here since the 1st of January. And I just okay. wanted to let you know that we're all missing that weather. But though I understand it's not as bad as they said it was going to be. No, no, it's much uh, much less, maybe a half a foot or more less than it was supposed to be. But still a major event. And it's, uh, 
I, I, I don't know about you, Pat, but I got to tell you, it's more enjoyable to uh, have this kind of event here, sitting here watching it from afar than it is <laughs> shoveling it. I agree with you there, except for the fact that we're heading home next week and we'll get there oh, about the 5th or 6th of March. And then we're going to have a lot of shoveling to do. We we should stay longer. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> At least more you, power you to you and take until, your time. <laughs> you don't come home until okay. the shoveling is all done. There you go. There you go. All right. Anyway, well, thank you so much. I just much. wanted to call in and let you know you're not the only Northlander that's enjoying Florida weather. Oh, no. I I run into them all the time down here. We, we have a number of people. No, we do, too. Call even. Yeah. Gary will right, usually Pat. wears thanks. something Packers or Badgers, and we run into everybody. <laughs> there you go. Thank you so much for calling. I hope you'll do it again sometime. Kenny, we got to take our first break here on Sound Off on a Thursday morning. KDAL time, 1127, three above at the National Weather Service. A light snow continues to fall yesterday in Duluth. The high was 15. Normal is 27 this time of the year. One was our low yesterday. Nine is normal. And uh, records for this date, Brad, uh, February 23rd, 53 back in 58. You remember that one, 1958? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, 53 was the high. 30 below the record low, minus 30, 1889er. And again, Brad, we did set a daily snowfall record. Snowfall record, yeah. 3.9 okay. inches was the record way back in 1893, and it took uh, 100 and how many years to finally break that December, I'm December, February 23rd record. And we'll get the final totals uh, once all this snow moves through, through. But a daily record here in Duluth for snowfall, breaking the old record of 3.9 set back in 1893. Wow. Uh, you know, I think it's fair to say that uh, it, it's probably going to take long into the spring to get rid of all of this snow that we've had this year. So Yeah, and there was a time back in the day, like a, th- a few thousand years back, where the snow never left. The glaciers were here, Brad. <laughs> the glaciers were locked in here, <laughs> yes. And you would have thought that the way the environmentalists are talking today, that when those glaciers melted, we should all be underwater by now. The whole world should be underwater because, you know, they keep saying that if uh, if some of these uh, glaciers uh, up north or down in Antarctica yeah. are going to heat up a little bit, it's going to cover the hey, world. We're going to all die. Brad, I got to ask you, um, what's up with Joe Biden? What's the latest on him? You know, he grew up a poor black, ch- a poor Polish black child. He did, huh? Well, he said something to that effect. <laughs> well, he said something like yeah. that. Yes, he's. Boy, I'll tell you what the the word coming out of there is uh, rather interesting. I got one sidelight from his speech yesterday. By the way, did you did you know that part of his deal yesterday was showing up in Poland was to uh, sign a uh, an agreement with the, with Poland? No, no. What do you mean? I mean an, an agreement? An agreement on yeah. what? Uh... Well, we're evidently a U.S.-based Westinghouse conglomerate, part of the Westinghouse uh, big operation there, a huge operation. Uh, Biden has uh, 
has evidently brought people with him. They made an announcement yesterday announcing a big nuclear deal with Poland just after the Morawetsky meeting. Evidently, that's the chairman or the president there, Morawetsky. Um, But they had a meeting right after that, and they had the representatives from Westinghouse there, and they signed a huge agreement to provide Poland the technology and the materials for its first three nuclear reactors to promote and to provide electricity to the country of Poland. Now, what are we doing in this country? We're trying to put windmills everywhere under the sun, out in the ocean, out in lakes, put them on shorelines, cover up uh, your view of uh, watersheds. But we don't want to touch nuclear, although Poland and other countries love U.S.-based nuclear. Uh, Westinghouse says it has already signed agreements with 35 companies in Poland and 75 throughout the region Uh, Westinghouse AP-1000 technology, the most advanced Generation 3 nuclear reactor available today, has also been selected for nine units in the Ukraine, Kenny. (laughs) We're going to build nine nuclear reactors for providing uh, generating power in the Ukraine because, uh, well, and and then as as a footnote to this, and I bet you a lot of people didn't know this, that 55% of U.S.'s uh, electricity needs, or 55% of our current uh, use of electricity, is provided by uh, nuclear reactors, nuclear, uh, nuclear power plants. 14% of the world's uh, energy is provided, oh, and may I add, by providing carbon-free energy because of nuclear reactors. But why aren't we building more nuclear power plants in this country when they are carbon-free, dependable, they, they don't depend on the wind blowing or, or um, you know, the sun shining. They're there anytime, place. The technology is so advanced and so safe uh, that they've not had... Uh, uh, problems for uh, 30, 40, 50 years in these reactors. And uh, I don't know. Anyway, we got to go to CBS News, folks. Uh, and, and then uh, we're going to come back with a win of the week. I love this when we do this because somebody saves a lot of money on beautiful products. We'll be right back. ADAL time is 1137. It's cold, Brad. 15 in Hayward. I've got uh, Eveleth checks in, light snow zero, and down at, uh, rather in Superior, uh, they're reporting some light snow in eight degrees. And with the winds, of course, we have some uh, pretty nasty wind chills. And Brad, on the phone, we do have Chris from Solutions Insurance. Well, and, and Chris, when, when, a, when a prospective client or somebody calls up your, uh, your agency, Solutions Insurance Agency, at 218-628-1878, and they're paying X numbers of dollars for whatever kind of coverage they have, because you guys literally uh, write any kind of insurance. You write business insurance, home insurance, auto insurance, uh, literally almost anything. But when they save... 500, 1,000, or even more, 
That's money that they can use to do anything with, can't they? They could they could go buy new shoes, they could buy a new TV, they could buy a better grade of meat in the grocery store. I mean, that's money that goes right back into their pockets. And many times you've come on the air with us, Chris, not only saved a customer a substantial amount of money, but actually gave them better coverage than they had in the past. So I'm going to turn it over to you. I hope you got another win of the week for us because we love them because we know when somebody wins, there are other uh, businesses throughout the community that wins too because they get the purchasing power that uh, people have saved at your uh, wonderful solutions insurance. That's right, Brad. Absolutely. And uh, the past couple weeks we were shifting gears to the, business insurance, the commercial insurance, but now we're shifting back to personal insurance. So I've got a really good win of the week here. You're absolutely going to love it. This is related to personal auto insurance. This is for a family, and we rolled up our sleeves. We saved them that ton of time doing that insurance shopping for them, Brad. And in the end, on their auto insurance, we are saving this family $2,170 back in their pocket rather than the higher insurance premiums they otherwise would have paid. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Get the bell out for that one. I mean, we're talking $2,170 a year savings. That's a quarterly savings of $542.50 or a monthly, if they're paying their premiums monthly, almost $200, $180.83 a month. I know many people that don't spend that in a month on their grocery bill. So that's that's, that's right. big-time money. Absolutely, Brad. And, you know, uh, oftentimes people have called through the years and they've said, you know, I hear these savings on the radio, on sound off, and how can people save that much money? How can people be paying that much money for their insurance? But, you yeah. know, insurance, like everything else, it just it kind of silently creeps up. It has a tendency to do that, doesn't it? It really does. And, I mean, if you follow the national trends, and I, I, I pay attention to this because of our our uh, connection here with solutions, but every once in a while you'll see uh, an ad on TV where they talk about people spending, it was like $5 billion or trillion dollars more than they need to simply because they don't shop around very much. And that's Absolutely. that's what you guys do. You guys don't have any magic silver bullet what what you do is you have a number of agents, a number of different companies, uh, 50 to 60 different companies uh, that you can shop people. All of them have different rates. All of them have different underwriting guides. And you might just have that company that in this case, you did have that company that saved this customer $2,170 a year. That's right, Brad. And, you know, we're talking about auto insurance, but another tip that I'll give listeners out there is many of us, have our homeowner's insurance rolled into our mortgage payment with our bank, so our bank pays for our homeowner's insurance. We don't get those bills because the bank's paying it for us. We don't see any increases. But for people out there, the tip is if your mortgage payment is going up, then one possible culprit of that could actually be the homeowner's insurance taking a pretty significant increase that you're not even aware of. So it really pays to take a look at that. And give us a call at 218-628-1878, and we will roll up our sleeves. We'll do that insurance shopping for you on your personal insurance and uh, see if we can also make you a win of, win of the week. Now, have you guys, you know, you, you just heard the little bell that Kenny put on when we have a big win of the week. Do you guys have anything like that in the shop where uh, if you've saved somebody a X amount of money, 
you you have a you, you, the agent that has done it can go and ring the gong for them. If you don't, you should install it because I think that's a beautiful way to indicate to people that there's another another happy, satisfied customer thanks to the people at Solutions Insurance that have gone out of their way to roll up their sleeves and go to work for you. <laughs> the gong's a good idea, definitely. We don't have that, but I'll tell you, when we do have these wins of the week, either on personal insurance or business insurance, we spread the word around the office, and that's the fuel that keeps us going, Brad. Oh, yeah. I can see where it would be. It's a, it's that adrenaline that gets flowing. Well, Chris, thank you so much. Another great win of the week from Solutions Insurance. And I'm telling you again, easy way for you to get involved and find out if maybe you can be a winner in this kind of a situation. Just give Solutions a call at 218-628-1878. And just uh, say to any of the agents that uh, answer for you, just say, hey, I want to see, I want to take that uh, free insurance checkup and I want to see if I can save some money like like I hear about on Thursdays with your ad and with uh, Solutions Insurance. That's a lot of money. Kenny, I hope you're keeping track of all of these because, man, these are some huge numbers. And I think at, at the end of a year, uh, it's going to be a lot of money. I sure a do, and I, I know Chris is still with us here. And Chris, we do keep uh, keep a running record, so we can always reference back and uh, look at these. Uh, sometimes you're not able to make it, and Brad and I will go back and talk about uh, some of the uh, uh, wins of the week uh, in previous uh, in previous weeks. Well, Chris, another great job uh, by your agency, and I know that all of your agents are always, like you said, it kind of gives their gives their adrenaline rush, uh, spreads the word around uh, from from agent to agent, from office to office. That man, we just saved somebody twenty one hundred and seventy dollars a year just on their car in, car insurance alone. You know, Brad is an That's often radio listener myself, uh, Chris. I know people are listening to the radio saying, "Why don't they give that phone number one more time?" <laughs> I can sure do that. It's 218-628-1878, or, haven't mentioned it in a while, people can dive onto our website at solutionsagencies.com, and we've got a real neat feature there that a lot of people actually use. If they need to get a hold of us, want to get a hold of us, it's uh, just a contact us thing. They can type a little something there saying, hey, I'm interested in getting some quotes. Can you give me a call? And uh, we can go ahead and do that, too. Well, maybe, Brad, this is a good time to put a challenge out to some listeners. Go to solutionsagencies.com, and maybe we'll have a win of the week through the uh, through the online. Uh, Might have it through huh? that. And, and remember, folks, when you do that, there's no separation between solutions and agency. It's all one word, solutionsagency.com. Yeah, that's a good idea, Kenny. See yeah. if we get one just off of that alone. There you well, go. Chris, thank you so much. Thank you, as always. Thanks, you know what? You might, uh, it might be that your agents get a, an adrenaline rush, but I think we get one too, don't we, Kenny? We do. We do. And I know because we, we know that this, that this, uh, this particular uh, ad with this agency, with Solutions Insurance, works. It yeah. works because we see happy yeah. customers out of it. Well, you know, and we talk so much about things that are happening uh, around our lives, uh, political stuff and what have you, wars and tragedies. And it's good to have uh, a nice segment where people are saving money and they're local for the most part. And uh, it's yep. just great to do a weekly. And like I mentioned earlier, Brad, uh, getting back to Joe Biden, did you hear what he said when he was in Poland? I mean, he joked. Well, I heard a couple of things. With, I, I was listening to some of it. I was just dumbstruck by some, some He of it. said. But what do you got? Well, he said, 
uh, as a young man, I was born in a coal town of Scranton, Pennsylvania, in northeastern Pennsylvania, in an Irish Catholic neighborhood. Then when coal died, we moved down to Delaware, a town called Claymont, Delaware, which was a working-class town. Everyone in town was either Polish or Italian. I grew up feeling self-conscious. My name didn't end in a ski or an O, and he said he wanted to add ski or O to his last name, talking to the people over there. And then some of the uh, journalists and people, uh, this is a New York Post piece, and they said, hmm, didn't he claim to be Puerto Rican or grow up in... Wait a second. Didn't he claim to have been raised in the black church politically and being a teenage civil rights organizer at Union Baptist Church in Wilmington? Longtime church members later claimed Biden never attended services or took part in organizing demonstrations as a youth. Wow. Are you surprised? No, not not really. I mean, I think this guy has lied so many times he really doesn't, you know, he really sometimes has a hard time knowing what the truth really is. Whoa, well, no, wait a second. He did say this. Well, I'm sick and tired of smart guys. Well, it is what it is because he is who he is. Come on. You know what? Uh, you and I are about the same age, Joe. I'll put the boxing gloves on with you anytime. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of smart guys. <laughs> uh. Well, listen, we've got to go to our Minnesota news break. There is a lot of things happening around the state of Minnesota. We'll talk about that on news break, and then we'll come back with more here on Sound Off on a Thursday morning. KDAL time is 11.53, three above at the National Weather Service in Duluth. Some snow totals out of the Twin Cities region. Uh, Bloomington checks in 14 and a half inches. Bloomington, Minnesota, 14 and a half. Wow. Um, what else do we have here? Coon, Coon Rapids in Anoka County, 12 inches. And so a lot of snow in the metro now area, that's Brad. interesting because they got 14 inches on the southern part of the city, 12 inches on the northern part of the city. So Columbia it, Heights, it pretty, yeah. uh, 12 inches. Uh, let's see, let's go with 17 in Yellow Medicine County, uh, Canby, Minnesota, 17 inches. My goodness. Whoa, and I'll find another one there. here. Uh, let's go with, uh, how about Wisconsin? My old stomping grounds. Chippewa. Oh, there's some big, big totals there. Yeah, Chippewa Falls, 13 inches of snow. Uh, had fallen as of 7 a.m. this morning. Wow. You know, um, there were some roads closed in Minnesota, weren't there? Did I read that? that I know there was a roads were actually closed? closure of roads in uh, Ashland County, um, Minnesota. I'm not sure, but if there would have been, it would have been down in the western, southwestern part of the state. And uh, I got one more for you here, Brad. You didn't live too far from Minnetonka. 12. Oh, I lived in Golden Valley. There you go. just... Just over there, yeah. 12.2 inches. And again, these are early morning totals, and uh, we've had some snow falling since. Now, it looks like the snow is wrapping up for the most part here, and that is in the forecast uh, here in the Twin Ports. So the snow is still falling, but it will wrap up here in the next couple of hours. We're still under a winter storm warning until 6 p.m. You know, Kenny, I'm getting excited for that uh, boxing match with Joe Boo. I think that would be good. In fact, I think Jungle Boy... Jungle Boy Production should promote that at, at one of their events. Me and Joe Biden duking it out right at the end of the show. Uh, I'll tell you what I'm looking for. I'd hit him with so many lefts he'd beg for a right. Come on, man. What are we talking about? Give me a little break here. Get a life. I'd hit, I'd hit you so hard when you wake up, your clothes would be out of style. That's Ooh, how wait a second. Be. Wait a second. You got ahead of me here. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> No, you know, I I do want to, I know we're just about out of time in this segment, but uh, next hour, 
I thought Minnesota had gone as crazy as it could possibly get uh, with, you know, with some of these laws that they've just recently signed and passed. The one now the Senate has now passed and sent on to uh, Governor Walz's desk to restore felon voting rights. And get this, in the story, in uh, out of the Minneapolis Star, it says, during a House floor debate earlier this month, some Democrats admitted that they think felons should have never lost their right to vote. So, in other words, you kill people, you shoot people, and you should still continue to have your right to vote. I mean, come on. is There's something wrong with this world we're living in. And then, of course, yesterday, along with the restoration of felony voting rights, and look, I don't, I don't disagree with maybe earning it back once you've uh, done your time, done your probation, paid your fines, do all that stuff, then get it back. But they don't want to even do that. They want to give it immediately uh, when they get out of jail, even if they get out early release. But then the other one, illegal immigrants vote driving licenses. Whether you've ever had a driver's license before or not, it doesn't matter. You just, uh, if you're illegal, if you broke our laws to get here, uh, you broke our, our laws uh, to uh, get into Minnesota. doesn't matter. We're going to let you break more laws uh, and give you a driver's license because it just, it, 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 it could be bad if you didn't, I guess. I don't know what the right r- rationale of some of these things is. They keep Brad. saying that, well, if, you, if, if everybody had a license, then maybe we wouldn't have people uh, being hit by people that are driving illegally. Well, they're driving illegal anyway. Yeah. Uh, now this, they're just going to make it legal. This is about power, Brad. This is about control. This is about uh, nation is. domination. And uh, they've yep. said it over and over again. And this is about one-party rule, Brad. Yep. It really is. And now they've got the trifecta, and they're going to force through as much of it as they can. And when we come back with next hour, I got another whole one that they came up with yesterday that they're pushing through, that they've had their first hearing on. You are going to be, well, <laughs> I keep thinking you're going to be amazed, but you know what? You're probably not. You're probably just going to say, hey, it's Crazyville down there in the state legislature, and they're just uh, continuing on with the Crazyville stuff. So when we come back with our number two, that's where we'll start off. I'll start off with the with this new piece of legislation. And, of course, this is being pushed. The, the chief author of it is Senator Omar Fatah, somebody who... Uh, is a you know a representative senator from that uh, district down Cedar Riverside area, and uh, you'll probably understand why they're pushing this kind of bill. But we'll get into that right away when we come back with our number two here in the afternoon edition of Thursday Sound Off on six ten KDAL. <laughs> 